It's time for a crossover Thursday. Bengals, Browns, Monday night football on Halloween in the dog pound. Can the Bengals get their first division win? Let's get into it. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, Ohio football friends, fans. Welcome to another crossover Thursday here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Jake. Let's go along with James Rapine from the Lockdown Bengals Podcast. Today, we're with Jeff Lloyd from the Lockdown Browns Podcast as we get into our first look ahead to Monday Night Football. Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. It's just so much fun. It's so easy. We've told you all about it if you're new then here's the the deal. There's no competing with other players. It's just you against the projections. You're going to pick two to five players and whether they will score more or less than their prize picks projection. And you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It's really that easy. It takes less than 30 seconds to get an entry in. And we love prize picks. We know you will too. First time users can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you're watching on YouTube, that's down there in the corner that's prizepicks.com promo code locked on and guys there's so much to talk about here in the bengals browns first matchup of the season the the brown season i'm sure not going as hoped and really i i would ask mostly about the defense jeff but i'll let you tell me tell tell bengals listeners tell your listeners we're, we're getting into week eight already here what's the biggest story for the cleveland browns right now I think when you look at this team and the fact that the record is two and five, and if you actually went through this team and looked at the way the offense has played with Jacoby Brissett, you know, Amari Cooper's made, you know, some big plays here. Uh, David Njoku to this point has shown that the Browns, he has, you know, basically rewarded the Browns' faith in him um, with what he has done. Uh, over the last four weeks, you've seen the emergence of a player like Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb. I mean, you know, I've had countless arguments where I try to tell people I think he's the best pure runner in the NFL. And I think to this point this season, he's probably for the most point proving me right. I think the one thing that has been difficult to this point is to just try to understand what exactly is going on the defensive side of the ball. What everybody thought was, you know, the, the defense was going to have to play basically lights out to give this offense you know, the opportunity to score whatever points were needed to come out on, you know, basically the correct end of wins. That's not been the case. The, the offense, in my opinion, with Jacoby Brissett has far exceeded any expectations I really thought that Jacoby Brissett could do for this. Granted, there's been a timely turnover or two late in games. But the one thing we did say was don't put the ball in Jacoby Brissett's hands late in games. It shouldn't have been something they had to do. It should have been, hey, play defense. Offense will do enough. Grind the clock out with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt late in the game, and that's what you get. Defense, it's it's a mystery wrapped within a box, and part of this is on the front office. Um, you know, they've kind of tried to basically, I don't want to say punt on defensive tackle in the time they've been here, but they kind of just maybe felt it was a strength in numbers thing, and, oh, it'll be enough, we'll figure it out. There's been times where it's been a glaring weakness, an absolute hole. I mean, for there was a time where Jordan Elliott and Tommy Togiai were ranked in the bottom three, two of the bottom three defensive tackles in the entire NFL, ranked by, you know, PFF. These guys just aren't getting it done. Then there was injuries. You know, you missed Jadavian Clowney for a couple of weeks. You have Miles Garrett missed time, you know, due to a car accident. Uh, Denzel Ward has been out for a couple of weeks. At the time of our recording here, there are no updates yet on Denzel Ward. 
my guess would be Denzel Ward is going to be a player. I think you would have held him out knowing you had him for Cincinnati as opposed to, you know, Baltimore. Uh, and so it's just been difficult in that respect. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of rumblings. The locker room's not thrilled. Uh, the defense, you know how it gets. You know, even last week they put together a better week against the Ravens on the defensive side of the ball. And then it seems that, you know, there's a lot of chirping in the locker room afterwards. Um, and now I think you're getting to a point where I think this team is really, really concerned about is there going to be enough for Deshaun Watson to play for when he actually does come back and is the quarterback of this team? Uh, you know, when you get to two and five, the Browns could easily be four and three. They could easily be maybe even five and two. But, you know, it's the NFL. You know, almost doesn't count in that respect. So it, it's been difficult. The fact that, you know, you're going to play this game Monday night, Halloween at home. Browns could go 0-5 in October. It's rare that you get five NFL games in one month in the NFL. And if the Browns don't find a way to get a W, they're going to go 0 for October, which was a five-game month, which it's just brutal, absolutely brutal. On the other side of things, of course, the Bengals still looking for their first division win and trying to continue to build on what has been a better October in Cincinnati. James, would you agree that that first division win, is that the big story or is there something else that I'm missing? That's certainly part of it. And the the other part of it in the, the weird storyline. And I think the storyline that's going to get some hype, uh, maybe by the time fans hear this, it will. It's the fact that Joe Burrow's 0-3 against the Browns. And just looking at it, you're like, wait, what? How is he? And look, in two of those games, he was the reason they were even in it. And they lost by one possession. His rookie season in both games just completely carried a bad roster on Thursday night football, four days after his NFL debut. And, and then, you know, the, uh, what was it? It was, oh, it was the Donovan Peoples Jones, Baker Mayfield's like 19 for his last 19 game. That was a big one too. So I, I think both of those go hand in hand. But to your point, if you're going to win the division again, at some point you got to win a division game and you can't fall to 0 and 3. And I, I think this is going to be a tough game for the Bengals, certainly at the same time. It's Jacoby Brissett versus Joe Burrow. It's a team that you're expecting to contend in January and February. And while this Browns team, I think, did have high hopes, it's much different given all the context that Jeff just served up there. So, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, the Bengals, they have to go to Cleveland and find a way to get a win to stay on this trajectory and, and feel pretty good about themselves after an underachieving start to the season when they started 0-2 and 2-3. and yeah, the trends for these teams, I, I think, are not necessarily what people expected before the season. The, the Bengals' defense has been fantastic for most of the year, took the offense a little bit of time to get going. The Browns' offense started out looking like, like Jeff said, they were going to be able to ride this running game and, and get things going while their defense has figured it out. But that defense, I think, while maybe there are some signs against Baltimore, who themselves have been a, a rough second-half team, to say the least, so far this year, we'll see if they can take another step, right? Where they have a big test potentially coming up with Joe Burrow in this offense. It seems to be firing on all cylinders right now. And with that being said, guys, I think we should get into the matchups of this game that could really dictate on both sides of the ball, the way this game goes. So let's get into some of the biggest matchups in Monday night football this week coming up. But first I have to tell you about bird dogs because bird dogs just launched sweatpants yes sweatpants and they're soft they feel great and whether you're looking for those sweats or you're looking for joggers or you're looking for nice comfortable shorts well bird dogs is where it's at because bird dog joggers are higher quality than lululemon and 20 dollars less 
it's not even a competition. And it doesn't matter if you're going to Florida. And I've been doing a lot of traveling, right? It doesn't matter if you're in Florida, if you're somewhere warm like New Orleans, if it's chilly and it's chilly here on Wednesday as we record this in Cincinnati, bird dogs, those joggers, they're going to be nice and comfortable wherever you go. So go to birddogs.com, enter promo code locked on, and they're going to throw in a free bird dogs rope hat. That's birddogs.com, promo code locked on, and boom, a free bird dogs rope hat with your order. The most comfortable shorts, pants, and sweatpants with built in liners. I love bird dogs. You will too. Again, birddogs.com, promo code locked on. Blue Nile. I uh, can't, can't say enough fine things about the folks over at Blue Nile. Just celebrated my 18th wedding anniversary. Uh, folks over at Blue Nile, they have something for you. If it's a milestone to celebrate or you want to let your love sparkle, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Line, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create the perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Looking for a piece of fine jewelry to commemorate a special milestone but still having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24 cell Available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift to every budget. For those outside of the Cincinnati area, you can shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also over offer overnight shipping if you are in a rush. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. No space to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That is B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com. Code locked on to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com. Code locked on. All right, guys, let's get into some of the matchups in this game. Denzel Ward been in concussion protocol for a couple of weeks. Obviously, you go back to the beginning of the season, and this is a storyline as well, I guess. Jamar Chase paid a compliment to the Browns secondary said it's on site when they see them Browns and their fans seem to take exception to this compliment, maybe misinterpreting what was meant. Just meaning, look, they got us last time. We'll see. We're, we're going to try to get them this time. And and to me, that was a sign of respect from, from the Bengals receivers, but Hey, uh, smack talk is, is what it is. Jeff, when you look at this game, it's easy to point to the receivers as a, a big matchup that's going to determine things, but what what is the the biggest matchup from the Browns' perspective that you feel like the Browns need to win in this game if they're going to win this game? Well, for me, the thing that probably scares me the most as far as the matchups is the ability for Cincinnati to throw vertically, and you know, obviously, that is working extremely well after a four hundred and eighty-one yard whatever uh, it was last week. Um, but they do match up well. You know, I, I anticipate Denzel Ward being back here. You know, Denzel Ward, Jamar Chase. This is going to be something we're all going to talk about for a while. You know, Denzel is obviously you know re-signed here for the long term. Uh, Jamar Chase in only year two. These are going to be matchups we're going to you know grow accustomed to seeing. Um, I think. Greg Newsom showed well in his first matchups last year with T. Higgins. Um, where it's going to get interesting is, are the Browns going to switch it up a little bit? Because, um, you know, with Tyler Boyd, and you guys know, we've talked a ton over the years. I've always been a huge fan of Tyler Boyd, and it's kind of funny to talk about this. A couple of years ago, Tyler Boyd was basically, you know, the number one receiver here, you know, as A.J. Green was, you know, basically aging and, you know, his time with the Bengals was coming to an end. Um, but I don't like rookie Martin Emerson, and I think he's played extremely well. And he brings something that the others – at the cornerback position, don't. He's got more length. 
Uh, you know, a little more wiggle to him in some things, a little more physical aspect to him as well. But I do not like the matchup of him and Tyler Boyd. So I'm wondering, and there have been a lot of talks about how the Browns are going to handle nickel, and a lot of it has been Emerson. Other guys have taken opportunities at the nickel. So I'm wondering if maybe this is going to be a week where maybe Newsom's going to go to Boyd. And maybe Emerson will go to Higgins just because it's more of an even Steven type of thing as far as you know size and body build, those type of things. But the key thing, you know, for the Browns and their success against the Cincinnati Bengals the last couple of years, and again, I agree with both of you. It's crazy that you know Joe Burrow has not beaten the Cleveland Browns yet to this point. But it always seems it the the Bengals offensive line, it's like, all right, okay, good, 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 good. And then every time they face the Browns, all of a sudden is maybe when their warts show up. Um, you know, Miles Garrett always has a big day. Jadavian Clowney is healthy right now. Um, the rookies are starting to come around. Alex Wright is showing some positive signs. And the key for the Browns is you got to show something in base defense before they're really going to let you go out there, pin your ears back, and go after the quarterback. Alex Wright last week had a nice couple of run stops. Isaiah Thomas, the other rookie they drafted in the seventh round of Oklahoma, he came into this with more of being a kind of a plus run defender lesser of a pass rusher. He's starting to find his way now. And I think this is key because I one thing that we've seen, I've seen at times this year, and I know the Browns want to get back to it, but injuries limited them, is they'll give up the fact that they don't really have great defensive tackles because if they can get to second and long, third and long, they kind of want to start running that NASCAR. They want to start running as many defensive ends out on the field as they can. These guys are all kind of built the same. They're all six foot three, six foot four, 270, long arms, all got some athleticism to them. But the key for me is going to be, you know, do they make that move? Because, you know, Boyd's coming off a big week last week. Um, you know, and Emerson's just going to be a nightmare matchup for him. I think it's a much better matchup for Greg Newsom. I would say it's probably a good matchup for Denzel Ward, but I think you're just going to take Denzel and Jamar Chase and just basically let those two just battle it out all day long. But the key for the Browns, in success with the Bengals is, you know, whatever the Bengals, you know, pass blocking has been from their offensive line, the Browns have been able to kind of like crack that code. And we'll see if that can be the case here Monday night. Jeff, Jeff so you think you think that Denzel Ward versus Chase, it's going to be one-on-one? And I know Ward well, I, had success against They, they do. Year. They do. I mean, they, they do not always, you know, chase. But this might be one where it's just easier because, you know, I think those two guys know each other well. And, again, I agree with you guys. It was a compliment. Like, I don't understand, like, what the trans – like, what happened there in the communication with only, what, three hours well, – three and a half, four hours between Cincinnati and Cleveland. And, you know, what Jamar Chase even say, he basically said, like, that dude built different. Like, that's basically what yeah. he said. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it is something I'm concerned about because, you know – other guys just aren't ready for Jamar Chase. They're just not. And, you know, look, he's – I don't know what, top two, top three. I know it's been a slow start for him this year a little bit. And, you know, and maybe that's part of the reason why the Bengals kind of started a little bit slow. There's just something about Jamar Chase, man. And he's not – you look at him and he's not built like the most dominant receivers in the NFL are built right now. Normally you're talking your six foot two, six foot three guys, but he is just so confident in every aspect of his game. Absolute pleasure to watch. You know, if a slow start is on pace for 14, 69, and 15 touchdowns, I'll take a slow start. You well, know? you throw it at 160 right there. That, that helps bump up those averages real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there, there, there were some opportunities for Jamar the last couple of weeks piling on some touchdowns. Uh, James, to me, one of the big matchups for the Bengals in this game is going to be dealing with the running game. And beyond that, we, we talked about this a little bit last week with Atlanta. For the Bengals' game script in this game, seems like it's going to be really important. So whether they can control 
getting the ground game going a little bit. So Miles Garrett and, and the Browns defense can't pin their ends, but peer their pin their ears back and get after the pass rush pa passer, man, really fumbling the bag here. But on the other side of the things, can they get the Browns out of the running game? I think that's going to be pretty important. But James, what do you think the biggest matchups are for the Bengals side of the ball in this game? It goes hand in hand, right? And, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals do win the toss if they receive. Now it's a little different. It's on the road. But getting off to a fast start in that environment, I think, is is really important. One, because the Browns are trending downward, and that's a good way to do it is kick your opponent when they're down and keep them down and don't give them hope or confidence early in the game. But the other is what you talked about, the ground game. And so, I, look, I know Ward had success, but if you want to go one-on-one -on -one with Jamar Chase, I, I've said this, and it's not just because you know we're on Lockdown Bengals and Browns crossover. I would never guard Jamar Chase one-on-one. -on -one. I've just seen it too much, and it doesn't matter who it is. And so, you know, maybe he gets the be the best of Jamar again this week one-on-one, -on -one, but the Bengals need those guys to win to take pressure off of this defense because they're shorthanded, and yeah, Logan Wilson could come back. Trey Hendrickson, it feels like, is going to come back. It's still early as we record this ahead of the Monday night game. But even with those guys, you're talking about the best duo in the NFL running the ball. It's the best duo. I love Nick Chubb. I love what he's about. I love how he carries himself. I love everything about it. He's impossible not to like, honestly, unless he runs you know, for, for 200 yards against your favorite team. Then I get fans that don't like him. Uh, and Kareem Hunt is the perfect compliment where he's dynamic in the passing game. And I know Bengals fans remember what he did with the Chiefs to the Bengals. But I, I look back to that 2020 game, and the Bengals couldn't get off the field. Now, it's a much different defense. I expect the defense to be better. I also don't want them to be on the field a ton because then in the third and fourth quarters, they're just they're, – they don't have a DJ reader. And, and I think that's going to matter a lot. Who knows how close to 100% Logan Wilson will be. So it's a huge matchup. But to me, the matchup of the game, the Bengals receivers are going to win. Spoiler. They're going to win their fair share, and that's just it. That's what happens. Can you block for Burrow? It's the matchup of the game. Because if you can, then this offense should be able to move the ball. I've watched a lot of teams score a lot of points against the Browns this year. If you can't, then the Browns might be able to control the clock, get the Bengals offense off the field for some turnovers, get some short fields for Jacoby Brissett and Nick Chubb. And then it just, it, it really puts you behind the eight ball. So I think that's the matchup of the game. If the Bengals can keep Joe Burrow upright, and you could say that any week, it's just much harder this week when you got Clowney and, and uh, a guy in Miles Garrett specifically. Clowney's a big name. Miles Garrett's a big name and has huge game. And, and he's the one I'd be concerned about. And has been like right up there with Micah Parsons, right? For the I best mean, of his position in the freaking. NFL this year, if not better by, by some measures than, than Micah Parsons, I would say. And yeah, I, I just want to jump. I just want to jump in here with one thing real quick, guys, David Njoku, who obviously will be out for this game, been a major, major part yeah. of the Browns passing game. The question is going to be, who's going to do this stuff. Who's going to do this between the hashes underneath kind of vertical stuff. Um, so you're going to look maybe for Kareem hunt to maybe be a little bit more involved in the passing game. Um, you Rookie David Bell, rookies Michael Woods. Some of these guys are going to have to step up, make some plays here because um, David Njoku has been integral. He literally has been integral. And every time it seems like Jacoby Brissett has been in a tough spot, um, you know, looking over the middle, looking for 85. So the question is going to be, you know, who can kind of, you know, basically, you know, carry that weight with David Njoku out. It's it's going to be, you know, something low key to certainly look out for because, you know, David has been a, a key, key part for the Browns passing game to this point.
And he's been a good blocker as well. On the other side of the ball for the Bengals, what I was just going to say really quick before we get to our predictions is where they've struggled this year has been with the elite edge rushers of the league, with having to play from behind, with turnovers against offenses that have worse quarterbacks, Cooper Rush, Mitch Trubisky, giving these guys short fields and and these these big swingy X-factor kind of things like turnovers, fumbling a punt return, you name a thing. Those have been the things that have hurt the Bengals this year, and they'll need to be clean in those areas if they want to win this game as well. Coming up next, guys, let's get in to some predictions. I know it's early in the week, but that's what we do here on Crossover Thursday on the Lockdown Podcast Network. So that's where we'll go coming up next. But first, a word from Simply Safe, because you have to keep your home safe. And when it comes to burglars, your home. Well, it's like the end zone and you need the Miles Garrett's and the Logan Wilson's and the DJ readers of safety and simply safe is going to do exactly that powered by 24 seven professional monitoring agents will always have your back. So, you know, your home is safe, whether it's that monitoring I mentioned in the agents that are always around to help protect you, the HD security cameras that you have inside, outside, whether it's the, the sensors on your windows glass breaking sensors. They have it all to make sure that you stay safe. Even when you're traveling, even when you're, you know, taking the kids out for a long vacation, it, it doesn't matter. Even when the babysitter's there, they're going to be safe with Simply Safe. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL and save 20% on your Simply Safe security system. When you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free, free, Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. Again, simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no place like Simply Safe. All right, guys, we need to wrap up with some predictions here. I know it's early in the week, Monday night football. These teams haven't practiced yet. The schedules get pushed, but here we are. This is what we do on Crossover Thursday, sponsored by Prize Picks, as we get into some predictions for the football game. Jeff, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> the with- football game. With Jacoby Brissett uh, <laughs> starting with the defense being what it's been with this Denzel Ward coming off the concussion protocol and, and, and the words exchanged between these teams, all these stories, all these matchups we've talked about, which way do you see this game going? Well, I mean, it, it's difficult to say I think the Browns are going to win this game, but it's I think there's a lot of guys in this locker room that understand there will be changes that will come within the next 12 hours of this game if this game doesn't go right. If this team goes to two and six, Kareem Hunt will be gone. They'll trade him. They'll take the pick. They know this relationship is not going further. There'll be teams out there that feel Kareem Hunt can be a great value to them down the stretch. Jack Conklin is another player who would easily be out of here, does not have a contract for next year. The Browns feel they have somebody that they would like to see if he is the uh, inevitable, you know, inevitable replacement for Jack Conklin. So, I mean, for the Browns, it's like hunker down time. It's, you know, basically, you know, it's in, this is it. I mean, and we heard last week, you know, in Miles Garrett, oh, but things seem like they're going better. Da, 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 da. That's great. And for the most part, you know, the defense showed a lot better against Baltimore, but game wasn't won and went to the locker room and you know, words were exchanged. And, you know, guys, you know, felt there, you know, basically, you know, said and, you know, got off their chest, their displeasure with how things are going. Um, so this is it. And I mean, the fact that you're going into this and it's no David Njoku, uh, again, early in the week, you know, so our apologies to everybody listening. We don't have nearly the information we would need. Um, you know, Wyatt Teller, I'm not sure if Wyatt Teller is going to be back this week. So the Browns will be uh, down a man there, although, you know, for a whole filled in last week, did a nice job. 
So the Browns are down guys on the offensive side of the ball. They're already to their third string middle linebacker. Granted, it's a veteran like Deion Jones. This would be his first extensive playing time. Um, but, you know, for me, it's really hard for me to predict a Browns victory at this point. I mean, the Bengals offense is coming in, you know, white hot off a monster week last week. Um, the Browns would have to play small ball basically to, you know, make Joe Burrow, you know, basically in the three amigos at the wide receiver position spectators. Um, and then, you re- you know, even still in that respect, you're, you're relying on a Browns defense that's been extremely, extremely inconsistent to this point. Um, I, you know, I hope for them that, you know, we can get it to at least, you know, three and five. So it, you know, there's still more talking points to be had during the bye week and going further until Deshaun Watson comes back. Um, but this team, you know, it just feels like this team has had a lot of opportunities, you know, where Lucy basically pulled the ball away from Charlie Brown, trying to kick the extra point. It's the story of the Browns franchise to some degree. And I have, well, James, what do you think? I'm not going to get into what I think about the, the Browns franchise because I'll probably make somebody on some side of the aisle upset. That's not the goal here. The goal here is to talk football. So, James, yeah, let's go to you for your prediction. Yeah, look, it's it's early in the week, and I, I don't have a great feel for this game yet. And and so this may change, Locked on Bengals listeners, so stay tuned. Um, that said, the Bengals are favored according to Bet Online. But just looking at these teams, because I'm not just going to roll with the favorite to roll with the favorite. Joe Burrow is playing out of this world right now. And it's been the past two games, maybe a little bit more if you want to say that, you know, the last quarter of the Ravens game. But really the past two games, it's looked like, oh, man, this is, you you know, you want to talk Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow's inching up in that conversation. And, And he might not be there yet, but the past two weeks, he certainly has looked that elite. And so it's just hard for me to bet against him, especially when he knows he hasn't beat the Browns, especially when this Bengals team knows they need to get a division win and both teams are shorthanded and they have their issues and it's going to be tough. This isn't going to be some Joe Burrow throwing it all over like he did with the Falcons. It's not going to be that. It's going to be a hectic environment. First energy is going to be lit on Halloween, but I, I think that, the Bengals are going to counter punch at the right time because the Browns are going to have some punches in them because they are desperate. Like Jeff said, I think they'll counter punch at the right time and they'll get one. I'm, I'm probably going to change the score. I'm literally just throwing out a, with like 26, 23, 23, 20, something in that range where, you know, I, I think that Burrow leads them downfield late and, and they find a way to get a big victory. Kind of like how Miami was close in the third quarter and, and then suddenly it pulled away and it didn't look close. I don't think it'll be that, but but it'll it'll be kind of that same game script where it's ugly, but the Bengals find a way, and then Joe Burrow's talking with national media after the game. Yeah, so much for the Bengals this year in terms of the results has hinged on how they've started games. Even when they won some of those lopsided games against the Jets and against the Browns, and against or sorry, against the Jets and the Falcons. Dolphins. No. Uh, you know, it wasn't always pretty at the beginning. I think it I think it was against the Jets, but to me, like I said. Last week, and like I said earlier in this show, the game script is going to matter a lot here. If, if the Browns are able to start with the ball, start running, get an early lead, and lean on their running game for the entire game and get the Bengals into a situation where Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney can pin their ears back and get after Joe Burrow, then it could be a, a much more difficult game. Whereas the last few weeks, we've seen the Bengals totally change their offense, right? Get out of under center altogether, get rid of these under center shotgun tells, and like I said in our film review episode on Lockdown Bengals, you're seeing teams not screaming downhill 
because they know a run is coming or dropping out and not respecting play action because they know a pass is coming based on the formation. So whether the Bengals can continue to do that and keep the defense honest with shotgun running from Joe Mixon is going to be interesting to me. And the other thing that we need to keep an eye on because it is early in the week and I'm just putting a little bit of caution out there is, is Jamar chase. And we'll see how he bounces back from that hip injury that he seemed to aggravate last week against the Falcons. And we don't have an injury report yet, but just something I'm watching because we've seen what happens with the Bengals when they lose T Higgins and, and they've gone to just Jamar chase and Tyler Boyd. These three receivers really do feed off each other. And I think that matters a lot. Jeff, any, any closing thoughts that you want to get out there? Um, it's, it's just that this, I mean, look, it's going to be a fun one. Obviously the, you know, excitement of everything Monday night football, you throw in the fact that it's Halloween and, you know, it'll certainly be a, um, the muni lot should, should lead for a good time. Um, which should lead to a pretty fired up crowd. And the thing is going to be is, is it going to be a fired up crowd in exuberance or is it going to be a fired up crowd looking for maybe some heads to roll as you know, you have a special teams coach, a defensive coordinator that really, you know, haven't been close to even consistent this year. You know, a lot of people want to put stuff on Stefanski. Nothing's going to change for coach Stefanski. It's they're waiting to get Stefanski paired with Deshaun Watson, but they're, you know, a lot of changes could possibly happen if the Browns can't pull this one out. So it's certainly a big one. And, you know, <clears throat> you'd say we, you know, week eight, obviously, you know, games start to get bigger at this point, but could be a lot more riding here for the Cleveland Browns. Certainly. Even outside of the standing, sounds like organizationally, there's a little bit of stress. The seats are getting hot in Cleveland. Well, we'll have you covered on Locked On Bengals for all your Bengals coverage leading into Monday Night Football. And Jeff has you covered on Locked On Browns for the coverage going into a big tilt. Halloween, Cleveland, orange and black, both teams. I mean, orange and brown, I guess, for Cleveland. But Halloween colors on a Halloween game. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Crossover Thursday between Locked On Bengals and Locked On Browns. Thanks for making Locked On Crossover Thursday your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked, check out Locked On Sports today for the biggest stories and the take of the day. Maybe you'll even see James Rapine like he did on Locked On NFL suggesting Tom Brady return to the New England Patriots in that take of the day segment at some point. <laughs> Until next time, thanks to everybody for checking By the out. Way. Check it out. Now you have to check it out for context since Jake just wants to throw it out there like that. I mean, he TMZ'd you, didn't he? He TMZ'd you right there. I think that's, I think that's the context. I'm just saying. (laughs) Anyway. Return was not a word I used. Go ahead. Be acquired by the New England Patriots. Anyways, get us out of here before I end it. All right. That is going to do it for this episode of Locked On Crossover Thursday. Make sure you check out Locked On Browns and Locked On Bengals for all your coverage leading into Monday Night Football, and we appreciate you listening.